Welcome to another episode of Bros Banter. And it's a new season, and this is episode one. Yep. Before we start, I think it's time that we say, introduce our sponsors, which is... Mana Energy Drinks. Yerba Mate, made into, carbonized with flavor, made in Quebec. Well, it's a new, it's a new concept of uh, energy drinks. It's, first of all, it's organic and biological. And at the same time, um, they're, they're, infu- they're, they're calling it infused uh, energy teas. And uh, they're great. Honestly, this brand is really, really good. Low calorie. Uh, carbs are reasonable. Um, it's actually one of the better ones I've tasted. If I, in fact, it's the best so far that I've tasted. So we want to thank them. They're a new company. Uh, you're probably going to see them pop up everywhere. Uh, the label's nice. The website's nice. Uh, it's a very, very cool new brand. Uh, some management that you may know that's played in somewhat very uh, publicized professional leagues in a sport that we love in our province. I'm not going to say any more from there. But um, seriously, they're great. And thank you for the cans. 440 points of sales. Pretty awesome for a company that's barely a year old. So, honestly, props to Mana. And thank you for sponsoring Bro's Banter. So, bro, what's going on? Well, I'm... I'm hearing that we changed the concept and we're changing the format. We're, we're going a little bit more, I don't want to say corporate, but a little bit more organized. Structured. Structured, yes. So pretty much what happened is Sean, our media management guy, told us that you two sound like two idiots <laughs> and you need structure. So we, we got down and we decided to change our approach. Now, why, uh, why did we cha- want to change our approach? To better serve our community. Yeah, we want to break down the topics a little bit more specifically. And instead of being uh, just so wide, because we realize that the news, um, there's new news every day. Uh, it seems to be getting more dramatic. Um, so you know what? Instead of taking a stance, how about we stick to the finance or at least stick to what's relevant in our province and at the same time uh, give you guys as much financial education as we can. With it being fun and also discussing you know, those topics properly and when we say bringing structure is that we're just going to f- make it a little bit more formulaic but I believe that you'll be happy uh, with the process. So let's just start by introducing this season's topic. And it is natural resources slash primary sector. So you want to tell us what a primary sector is? So primary sector is actually a, an essential part of the economy. So it runs the economy. Uh, so like Jean-Michel mentioned, natural resources. Well, let's take Quebec, for example. Um, and let's take a specific industry in that natural in natural resources. So let's go with mining. So obviously, if you go on our platform, you see we have a lot of mining companies that are there. Well, mining is a primary sector in the natural resources. And especially mining in Quebec is actually much bigger than most people would actually think. It's, uh, it's actually, I think, $8.1 billion dollars in Quebec's economy. Um, what does that mean? 
that means $48,000, not dollars, but 48,000 jobs that it creates in Quebec. It's a huge sector, and it's uh, when, you, when you break it down, especially mining, there's so many phases to it that each phase actually has something specific that it brings to the table, not only for jobs, not only for local economy, but as well for that, that whole piece of land as well. So we don't talk about it enough in Quebec, but mining is actually one of the best parts of our, of our, of our economy here. And, you know, so, okay, that's not, so that's mining. Uh, there's also other primary sectors. Yep. It's energy. Uh, anything actually when you think about it, and we'll break it down episode by episode, uh, so that m the first episode uh, that will hit the topic, I think the first topic out of the primary and natural resource season is actually mining. So the first Great. episode, we're going to literally talk about mining in a general base. And then, well, the follow-up episode is going to be with somebody that works in the mining industry that could really cooperate and expand a little bit more on the subjects that we've touched. But there's more than mining. There's uh, you know, forestry, energy. And when I say energy, I say natural gas, wind power, hydroelectricity, yep. oil, all those things. Uh, agriculture. We're actually lumping in agriculture because... Yep. It's it's a natural resource sector as well. It, it, it is, and, and especially without going too far off topic, it's 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 becoming even more in focus because of what's happening around the world with Russia and Ukraine. Ukraine being the breadbasket of the world, um, agriculture is going to take a much 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 more of a, a center stage presence than it was in the past. That. And obviously, what's, what's really peculiar is that because we live our day-to-day -day lives, we sort of take all these sectors for granted because we just think, well, I don't want to say we think, but it's sort of, it doesn't cross our minds in a way that all these sectors actually have such a strong impact on our lives, but they do. They do, and that's why we, we have to talk about them. And that's why agriculture plays such a big part in our life. And, it's, uh, the, and you said it, it's, uh, it affects, like, Everything that's primary, uh, primary sector, is has a direct impact in our lives, but we are not really paying attention to it. We don't really think about it. We don't even think about it when it comes to trading. We don't even think about it like certain people do. Like commodity traders uh, tend to think more about these things, but these are real. Like here's a quick example. Uh, let's talk about actually. Let's use one of our sponsors, Domaine Bertillon that makes uh, beers. Well, their whole operation is yeah. necessary on one a key component, which is grains. Yeah. No grains, no water, no beer. That's so, and also, or uh, like manna, also they can. So, aluminum. Yeah, aluminum is key. Uh, and, and just to, to like a small anecdote, uh, so my mentor the other day, when, when, so again, if you guys follow the episodes, we did a, we did a, a French show with uh, my mentor who I met through the BDC. And he actually works with different entrepreneurs, different businesses. And one of his business, uh, businesses he works with, they do uh, the boxes at the back of uh, large trucks, transport trucks. And these boxes are made out of aluminum. Now, 
aluminum, we wouldn't think about it because we have these cans everywhere and we, we're, we just figure like, ah, oh, you know what? These cans, aluminum, it's cheap to make, but there's actually a shortage of aluminum in the world. There, there really is. And the price of this can has a direct impact on the price of this product. So we, we don't think about this, but it does. This is made from a mineral. It's made from, from tons of things that, that come up to being aluminum. And aluminum, well, it's hard to get now. So it, it's so hard to get that com companies are actually looking for alternatives because it's too expensive. And it's, you can't raise the price of something too much because if you do, you're going to discourage the consumer. If you buy this can for $6, you're going to think about it twice. So the price has to stay relatively close to what you're willing to pay for it. That's why we're saying everything has an impact. And especially when uh, we're in today's uh, economy where inflation is there. So actually, I don't want to digress too long, but inflation is pretty much a rise in the costs of things. Yeah. So for the uh, people that are producing goods, finished goods like this, uh, well, they, that inflation also has an impact on the raw materials that they buy, primary resources. So if that goes up, then they have to price, you know, they have to price accordingly, but at the same time, they can't, they can't go nuts because they might lose market share. So it's, so it's all primary resources are, are intertwined it's probably one of the in biggest, our society. It's probably one of the biggest markets in the world that we, don't, we fail to recognize it because we think typically a stock market, everyone thinks the stock market is the biggest market in the world. It's not. Bonds are. Bonds are actually the biggest market in the world. That's a debt market. But there's a lot more money in bonds than there is in the stock market. And we forget the commodities market is a huge market as well. And especially if you look at, uh, obviously, commodities being natural resources. But if we just take the commodities, um, some of these products, too, you can actually break into futures contracts. Some people actually even trade, for example, the production of grains. They, they price that production, but let's say for the month of, the month of June or the month of, the month of September or November, you can actually buy that production or put a price on that production in advance. And then that brings another factor. You have to consider how's weather going to impact that production, if, especially if you're in agriculture. So it's... it's or even if you're in oil. The, in oil, yeah. they call it uh, fu uh, forward sales. But forward sales is a mechanism used by large banks that they're buying production. They're buying a contract with the company to produce and deliver oil at a set price. So if the bank, you know, grossly underestimated the, uh, the price of oil, will, uh, oil that will be in three months, they might lose a bunch of money. Or if, they were on the, uh, or if they were on the money, and they might make more money. So commodities dictate everything natural resources dictate just about everything crazy example that we saw recently was copper yeah electric cars copper that's it uh just to just to add something so the other day i was taking a uber car and i was taking a uber lift to meet a client and uh, i was talking to the uber driver because i wanted to know him as a uber driver 
I was feeling about how Uber's results were doing because Uber had just reported that week on their earnings. Now I was asking how's business, has business picked up after the pandemic? Is he busy? Is he not busy? Uh, did Uber change their pricing structure? Because I'm trying to obviously, it, especially if you're playing, you're playing earnings on stocks and you want to buy options or et cetera, or you just want to play the earnings uh, when, they, when they come due. Uh, it's good to talk to the people on the ground that actually work for that company because they can give you a bit of insight. Obviously, it's not going to be perfect because Uber is such a big company, but either way. So I was actually asking him, so how he's doing with the new pricing of oil, of gas. And uh, he actually mentioned that he had bought a new electric van, but the waiting period was 18 months. So you're buying a 2022 car, but you have to wait 18. In his case, it was a Pacifica. And he has, he has to wait 18 months to get his car. Why do you think that is? People are going to think it's, it's Russia, it's Ukraine. It could be, it could play a part. Um, but it could also be as simple as the materials that are being that are needed to make those cars. They're, like you said, copper. Uh, it could be the materials that go in the batteries. I mean, that car is just not getting produced fast enough for him to get it the day of. So 18 months, think about it. 18 months for you to get a car, it's already outdated the minute you get it. But that's natural resources. That's commodities. It's, it's, it's a big market, which you can play, by the way. You could trade commodities. You could download an app like what I use, which is called Oanda, an app that I'll review down the road. But uh, Oanda is an app that lets you trade the futures markets on commodities, the spot market on commodities. Obviously, it lets you play the currencies and uh, um, the different index futures. But at the end of the day, you could trade commodities yourself. It's it's a, and it's when you trade it that you realize it's such a big market. Uh, you're correct, and I just want to like uh, piggyback on what your that conversation you had with that taxi driver. Right now, with the current price of gas, uh, taxi drivers that are using. Uh, Taxi drivers are using cars, gas, regular cars. They're not Uber drivers, but taxi taxi drivers. Uh, their their rates of fares have not gone up since 2018. The cost of their gas has. So imagine the guy that was smart enough to say, you know what, I'm just going to get an electric car, like before, and right now he's still making the same money. Anybody right yeah. now that's driving a, a cab that doesn't have an electric car is getting pretty much like he's suffering a loss, a loss that he didn't a year ago. Well, like you said, the price of the pump is almost... I Two commodities it's, competing. Well, that's it. It, it. it is, and, and it's, uh, it's the world we live in. As, as long as we want to keep having all these technological things. And there's, and, and so that you guys understand, you could trade commodities, like I said, in all the markets through Oanda, or you can actually buy ETFs on the stock market. So ETFs such as, uh, for example, there's a copper ETF, a gold ETF. Um, there's even, actually, if you go a little bit, let's say you take those minerals transformed, you can even buy the ETF for semiconductors now. So there's pretty much an ETF for everything you, that you could trade, but there is there are specific ETFs, exchange exchange traded funds, which are managed sort of like portfolios that you could trade. Um, but you could trade on, on those commodities through these portfolios. Uh, we have some in Canada. There's some in the states. 
And by the way, guys, all the technical terms that we're using, we're going to have a nice series coming out, which is, uh, and I, you guys might have already seen a video. If not, it's going to come out. It's called Inversio 101, where we have Parth, our finance bro, mm -hmm. who's going to break down all these topics, all, that, all these tools down that will make it a little bit easier for you guys to not only understand what we're saying, but at the same time, because now you understand what we're saying, you understand these terms, well, then you can actually open accounts and start trading. Absolutely. Uh, and something I want to hit on, you know, also about uh, natural resources, it's also how dealing with natural resources also means dealing with the environment. Yes. And that's something that is always really rapidly brushed aside. Oh, oil companies are bad. Uh, mining companies are bad. This and that. And, I'm, and the question is, is no, they're not because... They have rules. There are rules and regulation. They can't just do some work, walk away, and be like, that's it. It's plus mon problème, you know. They, and essentially, also, the people that work in these natural resources sector, they actually really love the environment because yeah. that's what they're, 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 if they're geologists or some, uh, you know, forestry engineers, you're talking about people that know, uh, you know, how to deal with natural resources. It's true, and uh, it's, it's a good point that you're bringing it up because I actually took it down. I wanted to... Oh, go ahead, pause. <coughs> We're good? That one's not good either? What happened? It's not charging? No, the battery just like died. That's good. Well, it happens. Let us know when you're good. It's not good, man. Go. All right. So, like I was saying, it's good that you're touching on natural resources, um, but at the same time, it's it's and it's good that you're touching on the environment because, like you said. When a company actually, whether it's an exploration company or even a producing company, let's take the mining se sector again. Um, well, regardless of the sector, even could be energy. Forestry. Forestry. They got to work with the land. When, that's it. They have to work with the land. They have to have a plan that's an ESG or a socially, socially environmentally accepted plan to take care of that piece of land. And that's something that we actually, nobody actually really talks about in Quebec. But the governments are actually there to protect those claims or to, to protect those pieces of land because they want to make sure that the way was found, the way was exploited or, or drilled or forested. Um, it has to be returned in a way that's either equivalent to where it was in its natural state or better off. Yeah, uh, I like the I like when I think about this. Yeah, mining is great. Uh, uh, oil and gas is also they have stiff laws to make sure they do uh, do the uh, right things. But I also like thinking about forestry, like those people that have large forestry. They have to take care of their land because they, they got as soon as they're cutting trees, they're planting trees. As soon as they have rotations, they, there is a whole, I think in CGEP, there's actually a whole three-year program on how to manage a forest 
And it's not like, oh, I'm managing a forest. Uh, no, no, it's like managing a forest as a business and being, well, okay, you got to clear yeah. up the deadwood. You got to do this. You got to do that. So these people that work for these large corporate, uh, small companies, large companies, they care about the environment more and then we know. And the sad thing is, in many instances, nobody's ask, actually asking them how much they care. Well, nobody before us. Because like Jam said, we want to have these companies come in. We want to talk to them. We want to ask them. Or at least let them display how much they care about the environment. Because it makes total sense. Whether it be a claim, whether it be a patch of land where they're growing trees, um, that's their business. If they cut down all their trees, they have no more business. So they have to think ahead. They have to plan forward. Um, it's seriously to, to think that for us to think that they don't care about the environment is totally wrong because they're probably the people that care about it the most. That that's their business in itself. So no, definitely it's uh, and it's funny because it's like we have this. Uh, uh, it's like I still have this view from the eighties with with you know, with the or the nineties, you know, Captain Planet, and it's like yeah. oh, the large corporation, the smogs, and they're like oh, rich, no, no, fat no. white cats, and they're all like. We're gonna make money and destroy the world. <laughs> it's going like, well, if you destroy the world, then you can't spend no. your money. And it's it's just funny because it's it's I think it actually really stuck. Captain Planet stuck to a big generation's head, uh, you know, in people's heads, going like, oh, nobody's taking care of the environment. Well, that's it. That's corporations it. are bad. No, corporations are good guys. They're 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 there to actually grow their business. Remember, when you're starting a company, you're starting it for the long term. You're not starting it to make a quick in and out of money that's gonna last you maybe a year or two. You're there for the long haul, especially if you're there in forestry, because it takes a while to go those to grow those trees. Or a mine. What before you before you actually well, if you start a project and let's say you're a company and your goal is to actually find uh, Find, uh, find a, a man, uh, you know, get a claim, find the resource, and go all the way to exploitation. It could be fifteen years, yep. and you got that means that you've made a plan, and you actually have to show by law to the government that you're actually constantly working on your piece of claim, because if you're not, the government can actually has the right to take back that claim. That's another thing too that we forget in Quebec is the companies that stake a claim, they don't actually own that piece of land. They have, a, they, they have a claim to it. Their responsibility is, is finding those results, uh, proving that that claim has value in it. And it's that value that they're selling. But the claim is not theirs. Yeah. They're pretty much renting that claim. So obviously, they have to work on that piece of land. Again, the, the, the government of Quebec, and I'd say Canada, is very strict. Like The, the, the whole environmental message has made it through. Now, what companies need is pretty much what we're offering them is we're, we're giving them a shot to tell their story. And at the mm -hmm. same time, let the viewers know, let you guys at home know that they're good companies, that they care about the environment, and that there's value in their company. And that if we want the things that we want, well, we have to choose on exploiting our natural resources because... We're lucky. We are one of the countries in the world that is blessed with an abundance of natural resources. And that means that we can actually, at a certain degree, be self-sufficient. Yes. And that is a blessing. We don't have to buy oil from anybody. 
Canada is has the largest reserves in, uh, of oil, either uh, they're the largest or the second largest reserves of oil in the world. We're only 37 million people. We wouldn't have to be using oil from anywhere. Same thing with our uh, with gold. Same thing with uh, uranium. We're like we are naturally resource rich. We have water. We have so many good things. So if we want to go completely green, if you want to have an electric car, if you want to have those things, well, that comes with natural re uh, exploitation of natural resources. Yep. And I can guarantee you 100% that Canadian laws are much stricter than any other laws in the world. So if you want to say, yep. I got my car, it's a natural, uh, it's a electric car, and it was made in Canada with Canadian materials, if that ever happens, you know for a fact that it's well done and it's respecting the environment. Oh, definitely, definitely. No, it's, and, and just to tie it all back in, and this is the great thing about being in such a, a resource-rich country, resource-rich province, um, those natural resources, they not only allow us to have the things that we have at home, but they also give jobs to a lot of people around them, and they, they help a lot of other products that we don't, th we don't think about. So like I mentioned, this can. This is a product of natural resources. The drink in here, it's a product of natural resources. So, so that's circular economy, through and through. It yeah. really is. And when you're investing, whether it be in an exploration company or a producing company, well, you're, you're, you're investing locally. Regardless, especially if you're investing in Canada, you are literally investing as local as you can get because it creates jobs, creates great products that, like this, we get to enjoy every day. So it's good to be investing in Canadian companies. And because if we go back to mining or, or any other project, um, it goes through stages. And different companies will be there at different stages. But regardless which stage you pick to come in, if the price is right for you and you come into that stage, well, you know that you're supporting a much bigger picture than what you're probably invest, what you think you're investing in. It's that bigger picture that's worthwhile. Absolutely. And I am super, super stoked for this, uh, for this season because we're going to have great topics, great guests, yep. and lots of good material, interesting material. And we're, uh, we're hoping that you're going to enjoy it with us. And uh, on that note... I think uh, since this is the intro episode, we're keeping it short and sweet. Yeah, that's it. And uh, guys, please tune in. Listen to our content. Watch our content on, on all our social media networks. And look out for those Inversio 101 episodes because I think they're really going to give you a step up in the markets and especially in understanding the, the key topics we're talking about. Have a good one, guys. Take care. Be smart. <laughs>